Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Fantasy Football with Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host, who I am thankful for, Mozzie. How we doing? I'm doing well. Just cranked out a, a bunch of cookies for Thanksgiving. Uh, they, they're, they're a hit, so I am. That's now my job. Uh, how you doing? The baker. Um, I'm doing all right. Going up to Jersey for Joyzy days. Yeah. Tommy DeVito. No, see Tommy DeVito and Danny DeVito. Did you Not see his, uh, did you see DeVito's celebration he did? He did like the, like Italian emoji hand thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Italians were such a meme. I, I saw the though. worst, like New York Italian restaurant commercial ever. And I'm like, I'm a little bit offended, but I also know that this was made by like an Italian and they're just <laughs> like. We're just an unserious people. <laughs> I love it. I, I you know, it's, it's taking yourself too seriously is no fun. So. It was like come to Maki Mox Pizza Emporium. <laughs> it, was, it was like a Rick and Morty. Italian I was about to say that it sketch. sounds like Pizza Emporium it, sounds like a Rick and Morty. It was so thing. bad. I love it. But um, speaking of so bad, we've got uh, a few rough teams on the on this Thanksgiving Day slate, and primarily Friday, but. Um, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's some good we're going to break down here. Uh, we've got three things, three games on Thanksgiving, and then our inaugural Black Friday game um, on Amazon Prime, which is fitting. Uh, and that uh, no bye weeks this week, so we'll, we'll have a, a still a decent Sunday slate. But let's get on into it. We've got uh, Green Bay at Detroit to kick it off. Uh, total of 47.5. Detroit favored by 7.5. We're both taking Detroit here. Yes. Yeah. And probably to- cover yeah definitely i'm just gonna say it now i think pretty much all of these games are roughly blowouts or pretty close to them um so yeah i think i'm taking detroit to win and cover i am curious about the total 47 and a half i do think there's a shot there to hit the over uh oh jordan love hasn't been as bad lately mm-hmm. uh, just in terms of turnovers and whatnot and we just saw Justin Fields run on Detroit for over 100 yards. So, like, if, you know, LaFleur gets his head out of his ass and lets Love run, do some design runs, we might actually, you know, we might actually see some offense put up by Green Bay as well. Because we know Detroit's sec- secondary isn't great. They could be getting CJGJ back, but I don't know if that would make a huge difference. I mean, that, that would be pretty big because um, that, that's kind of one of the spots I identified actually was that middle of the field and like slot receivers have been doing pretty well um, while he's been out. So his his presence is going to be important, I think. So if he, if he is there, this might alter my thought, but I did, I wasn't expecting it back yet given the, the short week. Uh, so I do like Jaden Reed here as, as Love's go-to target, I'm guessing. So I don't think things are going to be there for, for Watson this week. Um, he, he, he does like Dobbs a lot. But yeah. 
Jaden Reed's been hot the last like four weeks, and uh, I I was looking at the, the the breakdown of where Detroit's weakest and the the middle of the field and the slot corner is the spot. So he's yeah. my Green Bay receiver of choice here. There we go. I would like Musgrave as well. I'm just I just I think he's sure. out. Yeah, I'm just not sure if he's going to be healthy. I think um, they mentioned it was like significant, um, pretty serious abdominal injury. He's in the hospital, so. Oh damn! So I'm assuming he's out. <laughs> yeah. And then um, that's, other. That's new. Yeah, other that's injury from two news. Two hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't practice. Of course, he's in the hospital. And then um, Devondre <laughs> Campbell, Josiah Aguara, Aaron Jones, Gontavian Wicks, Emmanuel Wilson uh, did not practice. And um, always gonna keep an eye on Jair because. He's finicky. Dontavian Wicks was concussion, so that's he probably not going to play. I'm going to guess. Um, yeah, that's four days. I don't and think he has Aaron to be Jones plays tomorrow, right? I'm not sure exactly when he has to be cleared. Um, he have to, I think he'd have to be. Hours. Yeah, I was going to say. I think he might have to be cleared by like noon tomorrow. Yeah, I, so I don't know how it does for the Thursday game. So it might, it might be like Wednesday night. But either way, like I don't think he's going to play. Devondre yeah. Campbell, I believe he. Um, did he not play last week? I don't think so. Oh, he suffered a, a stinger, so he might end up playing. But yeah, keep an eye on that. Though. Yeah, that 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 one's that one's hard to predict. So that'll they'll be one to watch. They got they got a lot of injuries to keep an eye on, and like they so Emmanuel Wilson, the running back. Um, that's important because you know like Aaron Jones went down, then he went down, so it's just AJ Dillon. So he's gonna be getting the ball a shitload. Yeah, but I don't know if I care a ton. I think that's a pretty bad matchup for him. Yeah. He's not very elusive. He kind of goes down on first contact. Um, he needs that esteem for sure. Yeah. I'm going to get that here. If he gets the full volume, he'll probably be okay. Like, I'm sure he's serviceable, but I don't love it. There are yeah, other he, running backs I like. He and Charves are kind of similar to me this week where I think they're both PPR fine, but I'm not sure there's going to be, like, much production. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, who, who else in this game you feel? And I think we're on some of the same guys on Detroit. Um, well, the last guy for the Packers I'll mention is Tucker Craft because he's actually the tight end I liked more <laughs> during draft day, and he fell kind of far, but I actually like him better than Musgrave in the long run. Mm, I mean, he's still um, a third-round pick, so. Yeah, and I think he's pretty good, and he is actually completely healthy, unlike a lot of other people. Uh, in this game, he makes a lot of sense both against Detroit and because Jordan Love just loves like going to his tight ends. Uh, so I, yeah, I there's a lot of expensive good tight ends this week. He would be by and large the cheapest and might be as good. Yeah, so I on, think he, yeah, I think he's worth a shot. Oh yeah, on DraftKings he's just mid price, so yeah, definitely a fun option there. And I see, I see a lot of people will go there. The, the big guys in but for Detroit uh, the ma- main guy for me here is Montgomery uh, yep like I think we'll get more Gibbs this time around than last time but this is very heavy dose of Montgomery multi TD type of day for him yes like they can ride him they will ride him so the uh, the only injury thing to watch for Detroit is uh, Jonah Jackson on the line otherwise it seems like everyone's pretty pretty good I didn't see that yeah um, but yeah, like Mon- this is a Monty game. Mm-hmm. It's easy to run right up the middle against the Packers, and that's like what he does. 
And that's not to say I don't like Gibbs, but I'm I think Montgomery is cheaper in both both formats, both yeah, DK and FanDuel, and I kinda like him better anyway. Yep, that's um, where I'll be going. Yep. Yep. Um I did want to see about Jair. I don't He got I limited in, but he's gonna be someone we find out like right before game time. Yeah. I think he's the way to, to go is still Amon Ra. The Packers, like, middle of the defense is terrible. And... Yeah, they're... <laughs> yeah, their slot corner, I think it's Nixon. Their safeties suck, and their nickel, like, slot, all that is bad. Yeah, for, former Raider in the uh, in the slot there, Keyshawn Nixon. So, he, he's been, like, by far their weak point, and that was why I was like, okay, like, yeah. With safety out, too, I'm just gonna kind of go with Amaral, who's been crushing already. Like, he's right. crushing regardless, and then... When you're giving him that easy slot matchup, I'm pretty on board. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you there. Um, I also think Laporta's in a really nice spot. He didn't score in their first matchup, and I do like players in divisional games that didn't score the first time around, so I would be willing to bet that he does. Yeah, I, uh, see, I, I didn't see anything specific that pointed me to Laporta. Was it just like the, the middle of the field weakness you're looking at? Yep. Okay. That's fair, yeah. But uh, we, we've also got Jordan Love in here as a stream. You mentioned his running earlier. I think he's going to run a lot more this time because the last time against Detroit, he barely ran. And as they've kind of helped him figure his shit out and hide his weaknesses, they've also had him running a little more. <laughs> and um, they, they've his timing with the receivers has gotten a little better. Still not with Christian Watson fully. But <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll probably have him run more. So I, uh, my main guy for this game. Montgomery for me. I mean, obviously, like, Amon Ra. Um, I think Kraft and Reed are both cheap and, like, are, are good kind of fill-ins um, in your lineup. Yeah. Love, I think, is interesting if you're doing a Thanksgiving Day lineup because he is the cheapest quarterback. At least he was on FanDuel. I don't know um, about DraftKings, but he was the cheapest there of, like, starters. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take a look because I... Uh... My first draft ended up with Purdy, so okay. let's see. Yeah, Jordan Love is 5'5", five five, Geno is 5'6", six, Purdy 6'1", six so you save a bit, but not a ton. He's a, he's a good amount cheaper on FanDuel. Yeah, DraftKings kind of prices so that you can kind of just play anybody you want. Um, <laughs> That'd be nice if FanDuel Yeah, like that. Yeah, Fa- FanDuel, like, like I look at my lineup there, it's a lot tighter. Like, Dra- DraftKings was kind of rude. Or not rude. Uh, <laughs> DraftKings was kind of like, fuck it. Fanduel's a little Fuck more rude, it. so. <laughs> Fanduel's a little more rude, yeah. <laughs> mm. Which it's it's kind of fun both ways on that. We'll we'll get into the overall discussion in a bit. Any, anyone else in this game before we jump to the next one? No, I think we got it. Alrighty. Next we've got Washington and Dallas. Uh, total is forty nine now. Cowboys favored by eleven. That's a big spread for a divisional game. It is a big spread. I don't. And it's Thanksgiving. Know. It's fitting how I feel about it. Um, I don't know. Okay, so there are two certainties. Howell's going to get sacked six times. In the first at, half? In the first half. <laughs> I was going to say six is six is a little light, but... <laughs> and they're they are going to have some really stupid turnovers. So, like, Dallas's defense is definitely in play. The thing is, is I still think Washington puts up a good amount of points. Because um, that seems to be what they do <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i so i was trying to find like 
any logical reasoning, like, you know, the, the muscle side, we call it, as to why Washington should keep up in any capacity. Because, like, the, the, the Mozzie sense is, like, okay, Washington is going to find a way to, like, score some, keep it a little closer right. to divisional, it's going to be some fuckery. But, yep. like, I could find I could find nothing, that, like, in this <laughs> year's data to point to, like, oh, this should be a close game at all. Um, I think the one thing we could maybe look at was last year in Week 18 when Howell and Washington played. Obviously, different OC, but like Howell, Howell did pretty well against more or less the same Cowboys defense. Uh, not quite exactly, but similar enough, I think. Um, yeah, I, I do. I will say the Cowboys defense or the Cowboys team was kind of coasting because their only hope was the Eagles losing, and the Eagles weren't losing. So right. um, make that what you will. Uh, the so I. I one of the big things he did there was run a lot. And I think that could be a sign of like what we could see here. I think if he's viable and Washington stays in it, it'll probably be like a good chunk from his feet. I I think that like the air volume is going to be there because it's been there. He's been passing a shitload, but the concern there is the matchup for Washington guys, like doesn't look good anywhere. So I'm, I'm like, okay, do we get production or do we get <laughs> Dallas defense points? I think we're going to get Washington production. I, the, it's a mozzie sense. It's not like... I, But that's the thing is I still think Dallas might win by 11. Like, I, th- I still think they might cover. But I see this as more of like a 40 to 30 kind of game than like a 28 to 16. Like, I still think Washington puts up points. I don't really know how they're going to do it. Um, but I, I just kind of get the vibe that they are going to, if one of the games becomes a good stack, I think this is the most likely. Yeah. This is the only one that I really think could, in fact, there's a good chance I do a lineup where I do like the conditional, what if Washington just doesn't suck this game? Um, and that, that's kind (laughs) of going to be like my mantra going into it like uh Deron Bland is probably going to get a pick six against Howell but Howell will also probably torch them with a bomb to Terry McLaurin like I can just like I see all of these things happening like a weird high scoring like Dallas isn't in much danger this game Mm -hmm. but Washington still like does um but anyway Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dallas side yeah so Dallas we both like Pollard a lot yeah uh, as lo- as long as he doesn't get like left behind in the party and they like it doesn't turn up a lot. Like if this game's close at all, he should smash. Um, he should smash. Absolutely Washington's been smash. getting wrecked by running backs lately. Like since they made those trades, and especially like like guys like Paul, like like in the air and stuff like that. It's just been they've been getting demolished. So yeah, I made a note when I watched Washington Seattle about how any team that has like good interior line run blocking will be able to run all over them because they have this big void space in the middle like of their defense mm-hmm. and they pretty much run this four eye technique so there's just if if your interior line run blocks through the first line of defense there's nothing there's nothing there so like i look at dallas who has fucking zach martin <laughs> And even their other guy, um, Tyler Smith, has been a really good guard this year. I'm like, okay, the only way Pollard doesn't smash is if they give it to, like, Rico Dowdle or Deuce Vaughn. And I think Dowdle is questionable. Yeah, so that was one thing I was going to mention as we were going through this. Um, (laughs) That's, like, a 
fairly important injury to monitor. So he didn't practice today, recording Tuesday. Um, and then other notables, Jaron Curse didn't practice with a back thing. And then Tyron Smith got rest. That's going to happen a lot. Uh, Michael Gallup missed with a personal thing. So that's something we just won't know about until game time. Um, right. Usually you assume they'll come back and play, but you know you never know depending on what it is. CeeDee Lamb practiced in full as well uh, with the ankle, um, mon- not moniker, whatever, ankle denotation. So moniker, not monitor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is all I mean to say. Because yeah, it, something came up about his ankle, so he's all good. And then on the Washington side, I think Antonio Gibson's going to be back. He got his limited practice. That's always good. Uh, Cody Barton, their linebacker, is going to be activated off IR. Um, not sure, if, I, which I assume means he's going to play. So that's a boost to them, but I still don't think it does enough. <laughs> um, and then Tuesday DMPs for them. Fullback Alex Arma, Emmanuel Forbes, linebacker Hudson. Um, and then on the on the D line, uh, James Smith Williams. So they're got some injuries to monitor, but I think the biggest one is probably um, Forbes and Gibson. But G- Gibson got the limited, so that's probably good news for him. I, I feel better about Washington if Gibson's playing. I don't. Again, I don't really know why. To, I'm gonna give him some juice. Yeah. So. Shoo. Uh, I think the hardest thing about doing a Thanksgiving slate with this game is figuring out which Cowboys to play. Because I think that you realistically could play virtually any of them. Yeah. <laughs> it does make Dak it tough. And, like, like, my t- first stack was Dak, CD, Ferguson, Cooks, and Pollard. And I'm like, okay, that's too many. <laughs> like, my first run through. Yeah, but I, I like all of those guys. Yeah, I mean, you can, like, stack it up. Um, I, like, I mentioned Brandon Cooks, and you're someone I like, too, because of how bad... Uh, Washington's been on the outside. <laughs> their, so, their secondary just sucks. Yeah, they just they're just ass and <laughs> their defense Cooks, just, that, that's what's hard. Their defense is just ass. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> like the Cowboys, like depending on when they stop, like even if they only get three quarters of action, they could legitimately legitimately put up like seven touchdowns in three quarters. Yes. So <laughs> I don't. It's I don't think you have to like limit your Cowboys. Is that much um like i've got a lineup where i've got pollard and cooks like just in there uh like cook, cook has kind of established himself i think as the clear number two after cd on in the receiver room oh so. definitely besides maybe like ferguson but yeah that's why i meant like specifically like receivers yeah Fer- ferguson's like a they're like they're like 2a 2b at this point i don't know which one's a and b but right yeah it's cd those two and then then gallup and pollard it's tough because there's a lot of tight ends that I like on Thursday, but and like Ferguson is not cheap. He's not the most expensive. Yeah, on Fanduel is only three cheap. nine. Or it's not a Fanduel. On DraftKings is only three on nine. DK. Yeah, his matchup is amazing because I'm looking at like a high rushing volume tight end, you know, getting in there. But Washington, like the place on their defense they don't defend is exactly where the tight end goes. To, so, like, his matchup is golden. Yeah, it's all just getting vultured by the, the Schoonmaker. I know. You have to worry about Schoonmaker, and then also just if there are other tight ends that are maybe a, a better price for what you're looking at, it's hmm. tough. But I I really like a lot, like every cowboy in this game, pretty much. Cowboy. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like like CD should crush. I like the Dallas defense a lot just because of all the sacks they can get. Like even if they're the game's closed, so like they're getting so many sacks. Yeah, 
in a, on the Washington side, uh, I like uh, Curtis Samuel slash Logan Thomas, aka like the slot middle. That's just the weakest point against Dallas. So I was also curious about Crowder. Um, he he's, he is pretty much only playing if Samuel's out because Samuel got ejected last game, <laughs> so he played some, but I, he's not going to factor in while Samuel's healthy. That's what happened. Okay. Yep. He got ejected. Oh, I, I, I didn't know he was the one who got ejected in that. Yep. I was so, wondering what happened to him. Okay. Yep, that's why he didn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Hey, maybe he'll get ejected again. I can see it. He's he's ready to go he's eat. To he's, I'm hungry. Kick me out. I'm hungry. <laughs> I got turkey with my name on it. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that was the only specific thing on Washington I'd really noticed. Like, and of course, like I said, Howell with all the volume we'll get, you know, passing and rushing. He'll there might be some fuck ups, but there'll be some points accrued. I probably there's a chance they do get just like smothered, but there is. But I really, I don't. It's just it's hard to say that when it's divisional. Yeah, it's, it's there's tough. just something about it where I'm like, yeah, Washington's gonna kick him in the dick a few times. Yeah, and we haven't had this matchup yet either. I know. So it's the big thing. It's like I'm excited for it. Like like this late in the season, getting our first version of this. So yeah. But anything else here before we jump to the night game? Um, I don't think so. We mentioned Cooks, Fergie. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've got San Fran at Seattle next. We both have San Fran. This game is a 43 total. With San Fran favored by seven. Uh, take the San Fran. Yeah. This one I'm less optimistic about, and I'm starting to lean towards um, a San Fran smash, unfortunately. Because yeah. uh, these two teams played in the playoffs last year, right? Or was it at the end of the, or was it the playoffs two years ago at the end of the season last year? I'm trying to remember what it was. Might but, have been two years ago. Yeah, it was, I think it might have been the end of year last year. But basically, it was like close for a little bit. Everyone's like rooting for Seattle, and then... Maybe I'm thinking a different oh, team. Oh, yeah. It was last year, and then they snowballed, and it, all of a sudden it was like 40 to 20. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that was the, yeah, that was the playoff game. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was after the half. It was close. Seattle, yeah, Seattle was up by one going into the half, and then Sanford just <laughs> laid their dick out, and then it was 41-23 at the end. It's funny because Pete Carroll had a, was doing really well against Shanny until Shanny got Purdy, basically. Yeah. <laughs> And then when he got rid of Jimmy G for Purdy. He's uh, like my edge. Yeah. And, and consequently, Carol got Gino. Yeah. Everything just flipped. And now Shani <laughs> seems to really have the better of the matchup there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kiwi is going to be out. And yeah. He's not, he's not playing. Gino is banged up. They, I like, he's going to play, I think, but he's, He's not a hundred percent, and it's an elbow, and it's his throwing elbow. Yeah, that gives me some concern too there. Um, and then there's San Fran's pass rush and Seattle's O line. They like, so they may I think they'll have Abraham Lucas back. So that's one of the things I was looking for because he was possibly coming back last week, but didn't. Um, they've designated Kobe Bryant to return uh, in their hey. secondary. Um, Abraham Lucas got full practice in. Again, this is all estimation, but estimate full practice in uh today and then no practice for walker uh jarek reed dk um D- i'm not worried about dk because they give him a lot of rest like he, he usually takes a day off each week because like seattle's weird because they do their rests on thursdays instead of wednesdays like everybody else uh-huh. so 
I'm not concerned on DK there unless he finds something out that it actually is an issue. Um, but and then, yeah, G, I'm more concerned about Gino because they gave him a limited, but we'll just have to keep tabs on that. Um, oh, God, if it's true lot, that'd be that's going to be funny. Yeah. Uh, and then for San Fran, um, the guard, Spence, Spencer Burford, which I think he's a backup, I uh, didn't practice. Um, and Aaron Banks, uh, who I think he missed last week, he's he got a limited in. Um, obviously, they lost uh, Hufanga during the game last week towards uh, ACL, I believe. So he got put on IR. That, that's the main thing for them. Yeah, that sucks. I think it's an ACL. He's done for the game. Yeah, so. Well, the Niners still have a very susceptible secondary. So that's, you know, good for DK. Yeah, this is one that was interesting to break down on that because, like, the way you beat San Fran, as we talked about, and as we've seen, is attack their secondary by either being super quick or holding up. And I don't think Seattle can hold up. Um, I don't either. So can they get it out quick? Um, I think the Bucks from last week are kind of a good example of what Seattle could do because uh, the Bucks had a pretty good quick game going. They were getting the kid out a lot. They were getting Rashad White a lot. Um, and that's why, like, I think, like, Charbonnet makes sense here, like, in PPR leagues. I don't know how much production, like, yards and touchdown he's going to get, but, like, he's going to get a lot of passes thrown his way, I think. Right. And then um, I don't want to try to predict the tight ends here, like, no fan stuff, but they'll probably get involved just on quick stuff. I think I think the main option is, like, if if the DK slants start to eat, because that's what, that's what they did last year in that playoff game, I believe, was, like, a bunch of DK slants that he ate. Um, and that's what he did against Washington as well, because they were... Like, slants are a real weak point for Washington's defense, too. Yeah. Um, San Fran's really zone-heavy this year, though, so, like, that does make push towards Lockett, like, on that basis. But I think you can make a case for either of them. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I would have said Lockett, too, but I also think that DK will still be fine. Yeah. Um, I think JSN is kind of interesting here, and I feel like he, for me, is actually tied to if Lucas plays – because if they have their other tackle, they're not going to need someone to stay in and block, and they can do a little more 11 personnel, versus if they don't have him, they might have to stick in more more two tight end. So right. I, I do like Jason here in his matchup. He gets like uh, the armoire and the slot. Uh, so that's the easiest matchup. So he, like he like And based on getting out quick, like he should get looks in that sense. And uh, if for some reason it does turn to Drew Locke, Drew Locke went to JSN a ton in his limited time, so he, he Which has surprised that. surprised me. Yeah, I guess it's just like, oh shit, oh shit, he's there, okay. Right. That so. did surprise me, because my, 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 you know, thought process going in is like, okay, if Drew Locke has to play, the only guy I want is DK or, like, Jake Bobo. Yeah, <laughs> like the backup connection, yeah. But no, yeah, it seems like JSN, so I... I think he's worth putting in, possibly, like, as a, as a cheap option, if you need... Yeah, it's an interesting game, um, but then we get to San Fran side. Yes, <laughs> I oh think boy. it's worth to pay up for McCaffrey. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, he's the most expensive player, and he is going to absolutely dog. Yeah, he he and CD at least on DK are the same price. I don't know about Fadal. I don't remember there, uh, but yeah, he he should smack him. <laughs> so you you wrote a lot up about the Seattle D, and I was texting you. I'm like. I can't exactly pinpoint, like, on paper, stat-wise, why they're bad against running backs. Because, like, their personnel, like, like, none of the numbers are really indicating, like, 
they suck against the run. Right. But running backs lately have been getting a lot of production. Yes. And like they like they have Jamal Adams healthy. They got Leonard Williams. I'm like, what the fuck gives? And that's why I was like, they're not bad against the run. They're actually okay against the run, but they're bad against running backs, <laughs> which you would think doesn't make any sense, but it's true. They are <laughs> good at stopping the A.J. Dillons. They're really good at stopping the David Montgomery's. The people that run right up the middle, they're great against. But everything outside of that, as in literally to the outside or screen passes, they are awful against. Yeah, they've been getting killed in the air by running backs lately. Yep. And that's why I'm like, okay, so this zone run scheme that uh, the Niners do and McCaffrey is going to absolutely rip them apart. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I did notice neither of us wrote in Ayuk here. Um, and not, not to say he he couldn't do well, but given Seattle's defense and their strength on the outside, I think we're both kind of looking elsewhere as easier paths. Yes, and Ayuk is, I mean, Ayuk's been doing really well. and He is fairly expensive, though, and I'm more on the McCaffrey-Kittle-Debo short pass game and Yak as opposed to the deeper stuff. And Ayuk still does that. So, like, I think Ayuk is still fine. But I called Ayuk last week, and this week I think I'm more on Debo side. Is is your Debo reasoning similar to the CMC stuff of like he's gonna get in the middle and just yak? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I yeah I feel that. I I also like Kittle here. I normally don't like CMC with Kittle. I'm not sure how much volume Kittle is gonna get, but I I agree with that. I think he's fine, but I don't think he's worth the price with the other tight ends available like i would rather have ferguson for cheaper yeah he especially in dk yeah he's gonna need to be efficient but i think he could be pretty efficient because seattle seattle's kind of turning back into a tight end funnel in a sense uh (laughs) they're because they're just like where the strengths are um and like their, their linebackers are really struggling in coverage um jamal adams is not a coverage guy uh ever he he's basically like a pass rusher. Yeah. So he, he just sort of yeah. stands at the line, waits a second and then runs at the quarterback. So yeah, K- Kittle should have an easy <laughs> path here. I, again, not sure on the target load. That's always a tough part with him, but the efficiency can definitely be there. Like it was last week. So yeah, like he strikes me as a four catches for 90 yards. If that makes sense. Yeah. Basically like just, does he, does he get a long one for a tutty? Right. Whereas I, I feel more confident that Laporta scores, and that Ferguson gets like seven catches. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, he, like, he probably won't get the most targets of like, a tight end this week. Like, Logan Thomas could definitely get more. Like you said, Ferguson could definitely get more. Laporta could, but I'm, I'm curious if he ends up being like lower roster because he's, he's been hot lately. Like his yes. last three games have been really good. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm wondering. Like part of it's been Debo's been out, but he was back last week. So I'm just wondering if he's just hot right now. Yeah. Or what? It's tricky. Which stars do you want? <laughs> yeah. Um, before we move to Friday, we can, I guess we can talk Thanksgiving slate. I It's weird because I normally go receiver pay up, but my first my first DraftKings build, based on who all I like this week, I ended up going more running back heavy just because like none of these games really looked like shootout stacks. And like obviously, I, you know, we always love CeeDee Lamb, 
he's in a great matchup like yeah. Amon Ra, but I like I felt a little more gung ho about CMC than Lamb, which is tough because they're the same price. And if you're going through your running back, like you have to be right on that. But yeah, so it, it is scary. I'm in there. the same boat actually. I've been doing more wide receiver pay up all year, and then this slate, I wanted McCaffrey, Pollard, and Montgomery basically. Yeah, same. So. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd rather take a shot on like a really cheap Green Bay wide receiver than hope that Dallas isn't just up by 40 and doesn't have to play Lamb after the third quarter and he ends up with like, you know, still fine, but not worth what you paid for. Yeah, there's there's a variation I can do on mine where I can get to Lamb, so I may do that too and like and keep McCaffrey. Uh, so I just have to do a little finagling. It's actually not bad though. So it's basically if I drop Kittle to Kraft and make like another... And changing my defense, I can get up to get up to Lamb. Ah, so I may do that just because of of the pricey receivers. He's my favorite for sure. I'm curious who you like most out of the defenses. Um, I love I love the Cowboys defense this week. Like I mentioned, um, like I like the expensive defense. Like I like San Fran D this week a lot too. Like is the problem. I like so. San Fran the most. Yeah. Like I I don't like any of the cheapos. Is the problem. I don't hate Detroit's, but I don't love it. I think that's the cheapest I would go. I'm yeah, they're my third no, favorite. Like, yeah, no fucking way I'm doing Washington, and no way I'm doing Seattle. And I, so I, was, I was thinking I don't I don't have any desire to go to Packers. So like, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot them. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, I would like like Packers. I think are my least favorite. I don't know, but. Yeah, like I want, I want one of the three more expensive ones. Like I don't, neither of the underdogs really stick out to me here. I guess, I guess I would pick Seattle if I had to pick one. I know at least they have good corners. Yeah, it's they've got talent and it's a home divisional game in the lower total. So like process wise, I think they're the best one of the three cheaper ones. But again, don't love it. So so I was like, if CJ GJ's back. The Lions, I don't hate because they're going to get sacks and they're like it's love. They're going to get some yeah. turnovers, <laughs> um, and then just the inefficiency of love, like it's just less scoring on Green Bay's side as a whole. Yeah, I don't see anything on it, so I don't think he is. But that's something to keep an eye on as we go into the weekend. But yeah, onto the onto the Friday game though, Miami at the Jets. Uh, we've got a forty-one point total. Miami favored by ten. Uh, we've taken Miami here. Um, talk, talk about your jets to me a little bit. Um, well, I've been sort of, I sort of alluded to last week that I expect the dolphins to have a very serious glow up at some point. That's going to come out of nowhere where they're just going to have like two defensive touchdowns in a single game and like six sacks and then, you know, two interceptions. And I started hammering it last week, nothing against the Raiders. It was just, they yeah, were off a bye, same. and I know that Fangio, this is going to happen at some point. Which I am proud of how they happen. played. It didn't happen last week. They still got a good amount of points, like fantasy-wise. They did. Yeah, they still did well, They because they did get the the uh, turnovers at the end. Yeah. But if there is a game where this is going to get jump-started, it is probably against Tim Boyle. And this awful, <laughs> dreadful, no good, very bad Jets offense Man. that is just drowning. Their O-line is shattered. Like, this 
if you are doing this game, I am going to highly recommend uh, Miami defense captain. This yeah, it's a rare occasion. I the only other time it's worked, I think, was when the Eagles played the Saints and it was Ian Book, or was it the Dolphins against the Saints? I don't know. It was one of those two green it teams was against one of the those. Saints. Um, I the <laughs> Dolphins, but yeah, I was out, I was remember I was out of town and it was fucking Ian Book playing quarterback for the Saints, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I just went to shit. So the Dolphins' next four games, they get the Jets, the Commies, the Titans, and the Jets. So, oh my god! Great, great defensive stream. I'm looking at because I, I have them in one of my, my one league that uses defense. I'm like, I'm just gonna ride this for a bit. All right. <laughs> um, I want to ask if you are in a league where you've got Tua or Dak, uh, are you going Dak here this week? Um, probably. That's where I'm at. I'm making that decision because I'm going Fields is one of mine. I'm in and a I'm tough like, one where I have to choose between Kyler or Dak. Kyler gets ooh, the Rams. That's a tough one. I think I'd go Dak. Dak's just been on fire lately. He yeah. even did well against Carolina, and that's a that's a running matchup. Washington is just bad. Yeah, I think this game, like this game here, this Friday game, I think it's just gonna be boring. Like, yeah, I do too. The Jets are a terrible pass matchup. Like their corners are insane. Like obviously Tyreek's Tyreek, he's really good. But this is a terrible matchup to pass into. So, and it's not like the Dolphins' line is great. So, yeah, I think their defense is going to be, like you said, banging. Like, I like Mostert here. Uh, we got to keep an eye on, like, the injuries for the Dolphins. They have kind of the laundry list themselves. Um, I don't think Achan's going to play. They listed him as limited, but I'm Why expecting... would you rush him back? Just no, let yeah. him rest. Yeah, I, I'm assuming he won't play. <laughs> like, you don't need him this game. Yeah. And then uh, Rob Jones and Dermot Smythe did not practice. Uh, and then on the Jets side, um, who did who did they lose during the game? They lost Becton, oh their left gosh. tackle, and he's out one to two weeks. Gotcha with a um, ankle sprain. And then um, Michael Carter in the secondary didn't practice as well. Um, that is an intriguing one because if he's out, then the slot is open. And in which case, I don't feel as bad about doing Tua. I would still probably do Dak. But if you have the slot open against the Jets and you've got, I mean, how many of their wide receivers can play in the slot? I mean, it's all of them. They they can cycle around. Yeah, I'll I'll check how much they do, but I'm pretty sure they just kind of rotate them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can, they'll be okay. Michael Carter is unironically one of their best corners. He is their slot guy, their nickel guy. I mean, the secondary just is insane. If only their offense wasn't a potato. Like yeah, a microwaved they... potato for like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's brutal. So, yeah, um, Cedric Wilson plays 40% slot. Tyreek's like 36. Waddle's 25%. Like, that's not going to balance. Actually. Like, that's like the percent of their time. Like, the percentage of their snaps they play in the slot. So, like, they, everyone moves around, basically, okay. is, the, is the gist. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they're going to find ways to get these guys in the middle there if uh if michael carter is out because that, that's that's a big blow to them for sure um i like mostert here it's gonna be a game control game and then uh with all the injuries with Ahmed out and with uh hn probably out jeff wilson step on yeah. up you're in stream consideration my guy it's jeff wilson time yeah this would be a running back tight end uh matchup but with durham Smythe questionable oh, who's, who's their guy is it higgins like Elisha Hickens, I'm trying to remember who their tight end is that they have behind him. They like, oh, I, I think they know. got rid of him. Oh, uh, okay. 
It's yeah, uh, right now it's Julian Hill and Tyler Croft. So yeah. Oh god, have any of them even gotten snaps? Oh boy, I want to see this real quick because that's kind of a funny one. Because this is a showdown. So right. Um. So last week, yeah, Julian Hill got about two thirds. Tyler Croft got a third. So uh, he got Julian got one target for ten yards. Croft got none. So that the Dolphins just aren't tight end heavy. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Cedric Wilson, I guess it'll be the, it'll be the guy to go to over the tight ends for sure. I would say yes, because he did get forty percent of slot snaps. Yeah, are there are there any Jets at all you want or no? Nah, like really. you have you have to play one in showdown. So where where are you going? I'd honestly probably play the Jets defense. So yeah, so on Is on that... DraftKings, the the showdown's up for them. Um, Tim Boyle's only 6K. That might be the move. He just played the 6K quarterback. I'm not doing that. Um, no I mean, way. You could probably Brees at 7-6. That might be your best bet. How much is the is their defense? Uh, 3-8. I'd rather do that because the, I'm looking at the Dolphins right uh, now. Ruckert's only 400. Eh. Like, four, like 400. 0.4K, yeah. Like if Teron Arms... If their line is as injured friday as it looks right now i would rather take the jets just to get turnovers and like it'd be the grossest worst game ever than to bank like there is no part of the jets offense i want if i'm gonna do one and just like say fuck it i'll probably do Brees. Mm. um if you want to go like super dumpster diving um <laughs> I'll say no. I wasn't about Brees, but Xavier Gibson was the wide receiver three yeah. uh, last week. He outsnapped Lazard, and then Jason Brownley got involved a little bit too. Um, Gibson dropped one, but yeah, they're getting the young guys involved. So, like those would be guys I'd also take shots on, like under a thousand. So like it might just be play a bunch of Dolphins and then shove in a shitty cheap jet and then right yeah Spirit like, Airlines <laughs> R- Rucker got like forty two percent of the snaps at tight end. Uh, he got he got three for twenty five. Like that honestly might be my go to is Rucker. He is their best tight end, and it has it took them ten weeks to finally move him up a, ahead of Uzama, who has been awful this year. Because let's see, you can go most or captain. How much is Jeff? Jeff's only one eight. What the heck? Oh, eight eight chan's not in darn. If eight chan were in, you could do a really funny lineup. With like Mostert, A Chan, Reek, Tua, Jeff, and then Rucker, but I don't think A Chan's gonna play. <laughs> God, that's ominous. Uh, so you, you can you can fiddle around with it, but yeah, just go. I'm gonna just go all dolphins in one cheap jet. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a b- bummer of a game there. It's not really much fun to dive into. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in uh, to our special Thanksgiving Black Friday edition. Um, you can find us in the meantime online at mozzieandthemuscle.com, on Instagram at mozzieandthemuscle, and on Twitter at mozzieandmuscle. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and we will uh, probably not be back this weekend. It might just be me, or we might have an article uh, due to travel. We won't be uh, getting our usual recording again, so look out on our website. Again, that's mozzieandthemuscle.com for an article, or uh, you, you, it might be that and a solo episode, or just the article. So, But we'll, we'll get it covered no matter what. Yeah. So, thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back soon.